0: going well i am sick actually oh no <laughs> so uh but you know what they say you have to keep the show going um yeah it... that's a show business saying that we like to use here in radio land <laughs> in uh you know in holly weird out here uh yeah and uh so i am basically just uh drinking a cocktail of day quill and coffee uh oh my god i call um De coffee <laughs> Which is the worst uh, name that I could possibly have come up with.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, um, sometimes sometimes great things have awful names. Uh, and, oh gosh, I don't know. I'm trying to think of an example, but I'm blanking. The Nintendo <laughs> also, Wii. Yes, the Nintendo Wii uh, ha, is a great thing that has a terrible name. Um, yeah, I'm also a little bit sick. Well, not really sick. I'm just hungover, but, you know.
0: That happens. It does. It does happen. Yeah. Um, Both of those things sometimes happen to human bodies, which is why I'm opposed to them. I think. Yeah. They're totally fake and bad, and we should just upload our consciousness into the web. And um, just I'm really all about. If (laughs) if there's one thing that I'm about, it's like posthumanism. I am. That is just my whole brand, and I never stop talking about it because I think it's so important that we shed these. Uh, frail human forms and uh, become cyber gods
1: that would be so great oh my god i wish that i i like think about that pretty much constantly that it would like i don't know about maybe i don't really know about becoming a cyber god i think i'd just be cool just like not having a body and just like existing as sort of like in the cloud i guess i just want to join the cloud everything cool is happening there
0: I hear, so. I hear so much about it i think it sounds really <laughs> cool and um i yeah we'll get there one day you know um we'll get there we
1: persevere
0: <laughs> yeah no more hangovers in the cyber cloud no more yeah. no more si- human sickness uh, Oh God, just data just <laughs> data um
1: yeah, because that's that yeah. No, that that sounds terrible. I it sounds horrifying <laughs> to me. <laughs> um but uh yeah, no, every time every time I like every time I go out drinking, I just like I'm just like the next day I'm just like alcohol is terrible and I hate it and I and like it's the worst it's the worst drug. Well, it's that's not that's not true, but it always feels like it's true. And um I definitely uh I I think I'm due for like another, another month, another dry month where I just like don't drink at all because it's like, it always makes me feel way, way better at the end of the month. And then I'm like, oh, I can start drinking again. And then I, and then I am immediately reminded of why I took a break. (laughs) But, uh, yeah. But, you know, still kind of recovering from a, from the hangover. That's kind of why I was like wanting to, um, because we were supposed to do it a little bit earlier in the day, but I was kind of wanting to i kind of wanted to delay uh recording the show because I knew that I would be out late last night so.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm for it too. I did sleep in um yeah, in an effort to get better um because I too am supposed to go out tonight, and um, I'm just like, I can't believe on this the day I am supposed to go out of all days because that doesn't happen <laughs> very often. Um, Yeah, it's raining. It's bad outside. It's cold. Tomorrow it's gonna be warm, and yesterday it was pretty warm. And I'm sick. And I'm like, what? Universe, is this your way of telling me that I should just stay in forever? (laughs) I guess I could be into that.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I, I hate, I hate when like I have all these, like I have all these big plans to, you know. It's like I, I finally have some free time, and I can like go. I like go sit on the beach and like sit at, sit uh, on the lake with with my friends and you know it's like I finally am able to eke out some time where that is a possibility and then it is like always either raining or or it's cold or I'm sick or something like that and it's just like why do I try to do anything why don't why I I don't know I I I have a I have video games so maybe I should just stay home and play video now,
0: games. now what video games do you
1: like. Because that's the um, question
0: I, I like to ask all my guests: is like, what video can yeah.
1: you like? Um. So my relationship with video games is like kind of. Um, I don't know. It's 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 been a it's been a pretty pretty uh, like depressing. I've had a pretty depressing relationship with video games for a while because for a, for a long time I would only play video games when I was depressed, and like it became a sort of indicator of like, oh, I'm playing a lot of like. Team Fortress 2 and instead of interacting with people and mm. like it was like um so uh but I, I I played a lot of Team Fortress 2 but I kind of I'm, I'm not very good at like shooters at all so even though I like have fun with them I am not good at them and um so something like Overwatch is just like I've tried it and I've had fun with it but it's like too much same thing with like PUBG PUBG is like just entirely too much for me and um and it's one of those things that i want to like but i just can't sort of overcome that hurdle of getting good enough to where it starts to be fun for me um and uh so i mean i i kind of have been playing more like um i just got a switch so i've been playing breath of the wild and um and i play like like visual novels and stuff like that uh-huh. <laughs> so i'm i've been playing i played dream daddy a lot um i played uh lady killer in a bind um and then just like weird like weird art games and uh like i i got really really into uh the beginner's guide i like i played that and i just it, i was like very very annoying to everybody about it after i played it i was like talking about it non-stop and um just and, uh, and then like I, I've I've tweeted about I've been tweeting about this, but I kinda think that Quop is a perfect video game. Um Oh, it's very good. I, yeah, yeah. It's it's uh Qu-op is a game that I kind of go back to a lot just because it's it's so simple and it's so and it's just like the challenge is so ridiculous and um it has and like it tells you how to play in the title and I mean, I don't know. I just feel like it's it's a perfect game to take up like three minutes of my time, and then it and then um, and I'll it'll make me laugh, and then and then I, three and then three minutes later, I'm done with it. Or I can keep trying to you know trying to defeat its like completely ridiculous challenge. Um, but yeah, it it's that's a game that I just really really admire because it's so simple and so pure in what it's attempting to do. I don't know, it's just such a it's so good. Um so that's that's one I I like play a lot. I I've gotten to a point where like um I've realized like I can't really beat my head against a video game for hours and hours and hours um because then I just get I just get really depressed and I don't like to and I don't like to you know, it's tempting to like play games for hours, but I just get really, really depressed when I do, and um, and so I need things that I can like take in snippets, which is why I like I like visual novels for that reason, and um, and just like short little games, and you know, I don't know. It's it's just so easy for me to fall into that trap though. So I've had to I had to take a break from playing video games for like a couple years actually. I like the Switch is the first console that I bought in like five years Mm. five six years something like that so and it was finally just like oh i want to play i want to play zelda and i want i like want to play like splatoon and that's about as that's about as hardcore as i want to (laughs) go so
0: yeah i'm um yeah i don't know video games are weird they're so like good now i guess um yeah which is like ah i'm actually playing co-op right now <laughs> oh nice speak and uh i had a good thing going for for a while i was like oh i figured this out you just sort of go extremely slowly with one knee on the ground and sort of drag yourself and you go oh yeah you go a, f- a little bit back and then a little bit uh-huh. further forward and uh if you manage to keep that like, going for an hour you would get to 100 <laughs> meters um yeah but uh yeah, no, we've talked about this before on the show. We've had Bennett Foddy on a couple of times. It's, like, a very, right. very good game. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, I, I don't know. Games are, like, um, they're just very, very good now. Um, yeah. In a way that I feel well, like they, I don't know, They, I guess they were good for a while, but they're good in ways that are, like, incredibly absorbing.
1: Yeah, well, and I feel like... Um there's like a lot there's a lot that people are really doing to kind of push to kind of like explore the boundaries of what of what a game is and i think that that's really exciting like i mean i mentioned the beginner's guide and i think that um that game just like it it tells it the story that it tells just kind of it, you know goes into these ideas of like what the player's relationship to the game is and what the player's relationship to the creator uh of the game is and like how and like what those interactions are and how they can you know and and, it, and it's just like it's really really fascinating to to play something like that and or to you know or even um even games like uh like there's like a flash game called 80 days that's about like taking the it's like the around the world in 80 days trip but you can choose where you you can choose, like, what path you take, and as you go along, you just, like, interact with people. You, you you know, you meet people along the journey, and then you just move on, because you you have this timer, that you have this time that you have to, uh, that you have to meet, and and it's just really, really cool, and so you develop this, like, little story, and this little narrative along the way, and as far as, like, game mechanics go, you're kind of um, balancing, like, you're kind of, like, balancing, like, what you're carrying with you to, like, you know, to, like, be able to actually make the journey. But, um, but really the game isn't, like, the, the appeal of that game is in um, just, like, the story that is built. And, um, and, it, and it's sort of, like, I, I, I just really like seeing things do that and explore, like, how we are interacting, like, different ways of interacting with stories. Mm. and um like uh I played uh tacoma uh which was by the same same people who made uh, gone home and I thought that that was like a really cool uh a really cool way of interacting with the story in that game because basically you're like watching these records uh you're you're watching these like like video uh holograms of like what happened on this space station but um and it'll like start with a conversation in a central in like a central room and then groups of people will break off and like have their own conversations and you get to kind of choose who to follow mm. and who- what, what conversation you want to listen w- into, listen in on. And then um, you can rewind it and like go to another, go to another conversation and like listen in on that and see what, see like what this other person is doing. And um, I just, I find that sort of thing really, really exciting. and um, which is I I mean I don't know I I it it's hard for me to like really I don't you know I don't begrudge people who are into who are into like shooters who are into like Call of Duty or whatever but I just am that is just not the a, appealing to me. So you're not <laughs>
0: like, you're saying you're you're not uh, you don't play Fortnite is what you're saying.
1: I don't play Fortnite. Um, I I've seen it being played and it looks like, something that uh, that I would not really, I, I, I might have a little fun with it, but I don't think I would, I don't think I would really get super into it. Yeah, I,
0: uh, I'm like, I'm, yeah. that's, that to me is a sign that I don't understand the youth anymore. It's <laughs> so just, like, so popular, and I'm like, I don't get it.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, I just don't, I just, I it, yeah, I don't, I don't understand it, and, um, I don't, but, like, as far, like, with video, I mean, I knew that I was, like, I knew that I was old like, a long time ago, I didn't, but, and it had nothing to do with video games, because I've never really been, I've always, I've never really been, like, into, like, what, what the kids were playing, um even when I was a kid, and, uh, and, like, I mean, except for, you know, I mean, I played Mario, like, everybody else, and Sonic, and stuff, but, like, uh otherwise, I was just, like, not, it just I just didn't really, it wasn't really my thing, and Fortnite is absolutely, like, not my thing. And my, and it is, uh, my, a friend of mine definitely played it all the time. And it looked like he was having a lot of fun. And I was like, that's great. I'm glad that you're having fun. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad that you have, that you are enjoying this thing that I do not understand. And I, and I, and I wish you the best in that endeavor.
0: <laughs> yeah, I understand, but I support you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just i think video i think video games are have like a lot of potential to be these like really fascinating uh mechanisms for exploring or for exploring storytelling but um i don't know i they, and they are also and they're also just like um just just like looking at different me, different modes of playing and like what actually like what what the appeal of like actually playing is and like the concept of play and like the like really good games like I feel like again like to go back to Quop I feel like Quop it's definitely like uh, a game that you play and it and and it's this ridiculous challenge but like it's fun because I mean I remember being a kid and just putting myself through like m- ridiculous physical challenges just because I was like I want to see if I can you know if I can do twelve somersaults in a row for. And why? Because, I, I don't know, it seems fun. And, um, but yeah, I, I don't know, Fortnite, Fortnite is one I don't get, but quap, I absolutely understand the appeal of that.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, and that came out, you know, 10 years ago, so I feel like I was, yeah. I was young enough to understand games when that came out. Uh, yeah. And I'm still playing it, I got to 10 meters, which is, I think, one of the best <laughs> of the- I also figured out, I almost actually got, like, a real running stride going, and I was like, yeah. what? And then I, I immediately just, like, tipped over. Um, yeah. Because, uh, oh, you know, walking is just falling um, and then catching yourself.
1: Yeah, essentially. And, and, you know, that really, it really does make me make you think about, like, what, like, walking really is. It, when you're walking through life, you're really just falling through life and then catching yourself.
0: Metaphorically and literally.
1: And literally, um, yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know. I was I was just playing Splatoon two this morning, so I was. Now, like, what I is that up. about? Oh, Splatoon is uh, it's the it's the Nintendo like shooter. It's like a multiplayer team shooter, and you just play as little like squid people, and you're just running around a level trying to cover it with with as much ink as you can. And you're just trying to cover it cover the level with more ink of your team's color than the other team's color and and you can like you can like shoot people with ink to like kill them and then they respond like any shooter but it's it's such a it's such a goofy little game and it's it, it's about as serious as shooters like as I can do uh because the matches last about three minutes and it's just like really quick it's like a this like fast paced high energy uh, high energy! Sh- oh my god, I sound like a fighting copy <laughs>
0: Fast paced, high energy, team based. Yeah.
1: Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Uh, <laughs> but no, it, it's fun. It's just like a very goofy little game, and um, and uh, there's like no, there's like no voice chat that is actually functional in the game, which is one hundred, which is like one hundred. I'm very very. Who into wants that. to talk? Yeah, yeah, I I do not want to talk to, like, if I, the times that I've played, um, when I was playing Team Fortress 2 a lot, I really hated uh, just having, like, voice chat on because I got to hear people say awful things, and I just, it's not really, not really about it, so. Well,
0: to be fair, in Splatoon, if the voice chat was on, you would probably just be hearing a lot of eight-year-olds. Yeah, yeah, that's
1: true. Yeah, I mean although i don't know, I've heard I've had some eight-year-olds say some really terrible things too. <laughs> oh no. But yeah. No, it's fine. Um but uh yeah, oh god, I was watching um uh, I was watching the uh the Gil and Gilbert episode where they played Splatoon and then painted pictures. Uh and uh have have you seen that show?
0: Yeah, so for people who don't yeah. know, that is a polygon show by past guests um patrick gill and brian gilbert and uh they stream themselves playing video games and then do really stupid things to their bodies um or not always to their bodies but like they just did a yeah. they played a donkey kong and whenever they died they had to like put a banana on their body yeah <laughs> uh, and then they did one that was like a game called shadow of the classes about climbing up big monsters and killing them where they had to climb on the other person Whenever they climbed up a monster, <laughs> which was like uh, a lot, and I just worry about them, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah, I do too. Um, the one where they were like putting pore strips on their faces. Uh, uh th- you know, the I... thing about
0: pore strips is like people think, oh, all those like those bits on my nose are blackheads, and I'm gonna pull them out, and that's not true. They're that's not true. They're called um something filaments, I think. And yeah, they're just normal oil in your nose and some people have more obvious ones and some don't but you can't if you somehow rip that oil out it's just going to come back and um yeah you shouldn't worry too much about it and that's what foundation is for if you're that worried about it
1: yeah no and but like and they kept putting on more pore strips and they were leaving them on Oh no! and i was just watching and i was just getting more and more upset and i was like and like they kept because and they were like because they're doing it as a live stream they kept being like, people in the chat are telling us to remove the pore strips, but we're not going to. We're going to leave them on. And I'm like, no, no. You. And then, like, eventually, like, like 30 to 40 minutes later, they actually did remove them. And they were like, oh, that's why people were telling us to take them off, because that hurt a lot.
0: It took some of their skin off. Yeah. It removed yeah. The, the epidermis.
1: Yeah, yeah. It, was, it uh, I was, I was getting, I was getting so stressed out watching that. Yeah. But... Uh, Oh man um but then uh they did one that was um sometimes sometimes the challenges are are like are like less uh less like horrible things to their bodies but uh like the splatoon one that they did they were like playing um they were like trying to beat there's like a single player aspect in splatoon and so they were they were like going through these different bosses in that single player part and uh and while one person was uh, was playing the game, the other the other person was trying to paint a painting, and they had and they could only paint while the other person was actually was actually playing the match. So like they would have like less than two minutes to try to paint a picture of like of like I don't know whatever. The first one was uh, like a cat bee, and um, and like other things like that. And it was it was really really that one was cute. That one was good because they had. They like ended up with these like really goofy, silly paintings, and it was like, okay, you are not actually injuring yourselves. Yeah, <laughs> is, that's that's great. That's that is uh, that is wonderful and not stressful to watch.
0: <laughs> yeah, I just I don't like seeing anyone injure themselves in the name of content. It's so stressful and yeah. upsetting. And I'm like, this this is what content is now. It's just people eating too much beef jerky and like, yeah, I understand. And and you can make your own choices. And you can, you know, I trust people to to be. To take care of themselves, but I'm just like, oh no, don't, yeah. don't do that,
1: don't do that, don't do that, no. Um, I oh need you to know
0: that I just made it up to 35 meters in Quap, and there's a oh, good chance shit. that by the end of this episode, I will have uh, beaten it for the first time in my life. I have a very good thing going on where I'm on one knee and sort of just stretching out my other leg and going like yeah. 0.3 meters at a time. Uh, and I think I'm it's very, a very familiar s- with that. It's a very stable position. It's very yeah. slow. But, um, it isn't a race, you know, it's just, a <laughs> yeah,
1: no, although people you're... have,
0: have done speed runs of pop and, um, it's very impressive. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like, like pop is a good game for a speed run <laughs> um, just ba- based on the, yeah, it's, uh, but yeah, no, I'm very familiar with that, with that method of like getting down on one knee and then, then just kind of like pulling yourself along. I've, I've, uh, well practiced at that just like um, a
0: real human
1: yeah exactly. i mean this That's guy's valid. knee
0: is gonna be fucking just <laughs> bone by the time i'm done with him i it yeah. would be interesting if there were like blood like early flash game style just like blood everywhere um, yeah did, have you beaten it before
1: uh i have never beaten it before
0: <laughs> it's a it, it is a hundred meters is that right
1: yeah it's a hundred meters. Uh, I have never, ever beaten it before. I think the but... only
0: reason I'm doing so well is because I'm kind of distracted. Um, yeah. 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 And I'm kind of hoping that this doesn't distract me from our conversation because basically all no. I'm doing is alternating tapping two buttons and just sort of paying attention to this man to make sure he doesn't fall on his back and break his leg. Um,
1: no. Yeah. 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 No, you're, you're good. Uh, I, I think that, um, I I don't know, playing co-op, it, it it I, it's kind of like one of those like little like fidget it not a fidget spinner but one of those little like fidget cubes where I cubes have one of all. those
0: cubes yeah, yeah I, I love, love it. those it's a good cube
1: it's they're so good and um I don't know it's it you know I sort of think of it sometimes I think of it in that way where it's like you know I it does help me like occupy the the parts of my brain that want to just like be busy and be distracted and. And it's like, okay, you can go do this, and I'll actually focus on something that's that's important. <laughs> and,
0: oh, wait. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, my God. Are you fucking kidding me? At 50 meters, there's a hurdle.
1: Yeah. This, yeah, is, this is a
0: crime. <laughs> this is, no, this isn't fair. I had it. it. I hate you so much.
1: <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, no, the hurdle at 50 meters is one of my... How are like... you
0: supposed to do this? This is a criminal <laughs> crime. I'm just like... Smashing his genitals against this fucking hurdle over and over, and he's never gonna make it in a million years.
1: Oh my god! Yeah, no. Sometimes, sometimes you're walking along in life and in Quap, and then you encounter a hurdle. This is like the
0: precursor to his like horrible game about being yeah. in a pot. I hate this so much. I am going to yell <laughs> at him. I made it to 15 meters, and I just wait. Am I actually getting further? I think I'm. I think I'm dragging this hurdle with me now.
1: Oh my god! Because I
0: can't get over. It. I am. I'm pushing it along with me. So this is now a live stream, an audio live stream, <laughs> a la like a baseball commentary of me yeah. beating op in like the dumbest possible way. But why do I have a feeling there's going to be another hurdle? Um, oh my god! And then I'm just going to be like fucking like. Dragging this debris with me, <laughs> and also my arm is starting to get tired from hitting these buttons, so oh I do God. have to switch hands now,
1: yeah, um yeah, it, the hurdle at fifty meters is like I have never I've never been able to get past that all the, <laughs> um, all
0: it's done is slow me down, Bennett, you lose, <laughs> although I yeah, no, I'm still making progress, so yeah, eat eat shit, Bennett <laughs> Fuddy my my friend who i I like very much um yeah no um uh, yeah (laughs) content this is content too like um, yeah in a way
1: in a way oh god i i am i'm just like i'm like now i'm like thinking about like the like the the content i have to post i'm like i'm i'm promoting a few things right now and i'm just thinking about like When when to make those posts and when to like um and like if I I I don't know I usually don't like schedule out like I usually don't like schedule tweets and like uh if I'm promoting something I'll just like I'll just like write them out and and you know post them like when when I get to it but um I have I have friends who work in like social media promotion and they like have they have like this array of tools to like schedule tweets and schedule Facebook posts uh-huh, and like, yeah. yeah And it's just like, and, and like sometimes they'll be like, they'll like tell me like, Sophie, you, you know, you, you can make your life easier by using these. And I'm like, yeah, but if I start using those tools, then what, what have I become? <laughs> like you become a start...
0: social media manager then.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's so stressful and I don't want to do that. I just want to like, I just want to like post about the parties that I'm hosting and, and not have to like think about like what sort of, what sort of engagement rate the post is getting.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I don't know. You, you need to think about SEO and analytics.
1: Yeah. Oh, God. I, I already stress enough about like, I already stress enough about, um, about like what, you know, what I, making sure that what I post is like, doing what i need it to do as far as like just getting the message across of like i you know i mean like i've been uh i've been posting about um the uh the international whores day protest that's coming up on june 2nd and i've just like i stress about like making sure that i'm you know making sure that like what i'm saying is like you know i don't know it's it, it's, it's always a stressful thing because I don't want to like misrepresent anybody because like, I'm, you know, like for something like a protest, I'm not the only one involved and I want to make sure, and I don't want to misrepresent myself or anybody else who's like organizing it because I've gotten into trouble with some of the activist organizing that I've done where I've gotten into situations where like nobody was on the same page and mm. people got re- people got really, really pissed off about something that was posted and like i had to be uh, i i had to like deal with some of the fallout of that and like really like apologize and walk it back and be like hey so we you know we definitely fucked up here and you know this is you know this is we see how we fucked up and we're you know and um and and it just kind of comes from like miscommunication and not like and people not like really not really like thinking through like what like what we're putting out there and like um and uh and i just and you know and especially when you're like in activist organizing spaces like that can end up hurting that can end up hurting not just your you know your own yourself but it can hurt like whatever you're trying to fight for like the cause you're trying to fight for and um and so i try to be really really careful about that and i and if i put more thought into like seo or like audience engagement or whatever it's just gonna i'm just gonna lose my mind (laughs)
0: yeah like what kinds of things are you um like you said the international horse day like what is that uh
1: international horse day um is it's on june 2nd of every year and um it started as like it's a day of action for people to uh people to come out and support uh sex worker rights sex worker decriminalization um and it recognizes like the it recognizes like the the effects of that criminalization has on on uh sex working people and you know and trying to like bring people together to like to to demand changes changes to that and like um and it started actually because um there was an occupation in uh there's a in uh, in Lyon France and uh there was a, in uh, 1975 I think yeah um, 1975 there was a there were there was a group of like hundreds of sex workers who uh hundreds of prostitutes who went and occupied a cathedral in uh in france mm-hmm. for like for like 10 days and because they were because like there was like increased governmental uh pressure uh, ag- uh and like increased police uh uh raids and brutality against the against the sex workers in um in uh you know in in the city and uh and so they went to they went to this uh they went and like occupied this church this cathedral for 10 days to to like to like demand that that it that you know that sort of mistreatment would stop and um eventually the police cleared out the church but uh but it that was kind of like um it was kind of like a a launch us like a uh, a spark that like really started the the sex worker rights movement at least the modern sex worker rights movement mm-hmm. um and then you know and like you go in, from from there like it built up internationally into like the 80s and then and then you get into like the the, the sex wars and porn wars of like of like the 80s and you know mm-hmm. and the feminism being like massively divided uh on like on sex worker rights. But yeah, it's so anyway, um so yeah, it's it's a day it's a day of action around around the world and there are demonstrations being uh organized in like in t- uh, a bunch of cities around the country um and I'm helping organize the Chicago one. Uh and it's just yeah, it's just like it's a lot of work and it's like such an important thing. That, you know, it's the kind of thing where it's like, I don't, I don't want to fuck it up, you know, <laughs> I don't want to, like, drop the ball and, um, and then, and just, like, but, like, also, like, wanting to do, wanting to make it as powerful a statement as we can, Uh, you know, I worry, I worry that I maybe have, like, taken on too much and I, and, like, I'm setting myself up for failure. But, I mean, I, I worry about that in, like, everything, so. <laughs>
0: like. Yeah. That sounds really cool. And I think I have actually heard of that, the church, um, occupation. I think it was probably in Melissa Jara Grant's book, um, playing the horror, which, um, is a really great primer on this stuff for people who maybe don't, um, have as much familiarity with it, uh, as they could. And like, who sort of hear about, you know, the stuff like FOSTA, SESTA, which we've talked about recently. We had Janice Griffith on a few weeks ago. Right. And, um, and, you know, we, we've talked about the stuff like, um, you know it's it's very easy i think if you don't follow these issues to hear about stuff like that and be like oh this is is very sensible um and you know you have to sort of dig a little deeper to to sort of realize like well there are very good reasons for people to sort of be wary of this stuff and to to be against it and um to sort of yeah not take that um that idea that oh this is about helping uh people at uh, face value
1: right right yeah, and I mean it's it's really fucked up like when you look at something like um when you look at something like Fosta or like or like backpage shutting down and the people who orchestrated that and who like fought who, the people who like lobbied to get backpage shut down uh which happened before Fosta even became law mm-hmm. but you know people like the people behind Fosta are still taking credit for it but um I mean but it is kind of all the same people anyway but uh, yeah, you look at you look at stuff like that and like and ostensibly the argument is, oh, we're doing this just to, to stop sex trafficking. But then FOSTA passes and um, our back page gets shut down and immediately they're they're like, yeah, we know this is a symbolic victory and it's not going to and it's not going to stop sex trafficking. And it's like, yeah, no, we like <laughs> if, you, if you listen to if you listen to like sex workers, we've been saying that for fucking ever that this was not going to stop trafficking and it's only going to like it's only going to make people's lives harder and it's going to expose people to more danger and more and more, you know, more abuse and more exploitation and you know and like but, you know, it's I mean it because but clearly it's like it's so obvious. It's it's like a it's a puritanical you know it's a puritanical morality uh you know, it's it's a puritanical like um What's the word i'm thinking of i don't know uh, like a but, moral
0: panic kind of thing
1: yeah it's a moral panic thing that's it um yeah and uh and like ah, it's just really really upsetting <laughs> and and it's and people just buy into it so quickly just with on face value they hear oh fight online sex trafficking act yeah that sounds great why wouldn't i be against that and um or why you know why 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 wouldn't I, why wouldn't I want that? It's, you know, fighting online sex trafficking and, and then, you know, but even just like a cursory examination of it, I feel is just like, kind of just should show like, no, this is actually like, it's actually kind of fucked up if you like go one level beyond like what it's saying, which is shut down, you know, if it's like shut down websites where sex tra- trafficking happens, it's like, okay, um, if you don't examine that at all, like that sounds. Fine. But if you look at it even if you scrutinize it even a little bit, it starts you start to get to like, okay, well, where are the people who are where are the people who are on that website going to go? Like what's going to happen to them? Are they suddenly going to be to like have like homes and jobs and and uh and adequate, you know, and like financial stability or uh or like what happens to them? And, you know, there's the answer is they just continue to be trafficked and it's harder to and it's harder for like people who are actually working to fight it to working to like uh to support uh survivors of sex trafficking it makes it harder for those organizations to find people who are being trafficked and um and then and then you and that doesn't even get into the people who are just who are not being trafficked but who are doing sex work as a as a way to you know to make a to make a living to pay their rent and support their families and um you know whether it's whether they're like survival workers or whether they are people who do it you know like uh whether they're people who you know have who are doing it to you know get through school or for what you know whatever reason that they are in that line of work uh whatever reason they're in that industry like you, nobody – they don't want you to ask about what happens to, to those people when, you know, when these laws pass and when these avenues that people – that, you know, sex workers use to stay alive get shut down. And they just don't – they just don't have an answer for that because they don't give a shit.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. It is very much like a uh, – it's almost like a visibility thing where people believe that if you don't really um, see it, maybe it's not happening – uh, yeah, and, and they're sort of easy targets to go after. Um, But, yeah. but my sense is, like, well, uh, I mean, I'm sure there are people who are sort of being being coerced in some way on yeah. these sort of mainstream sites. But, like, I would think that most of that activity is happening on, like, deep web stuff. Um, yeah. Which is not really where uh, most people who are putting their own ads up are advertising.
1: Right, right. And, like, and, I mean, yeah, I don't know... <sighs> I I'm not I I'm not uh familiar with like I I don't know anything about like what that marketplace would actually look like like that but um like the deep web kind of marketplace but if you're but like I I know that like as as soon as Fosta passed before it was even signed into law I had a couple friends you know were telling me like that they got contacted by like They got contacted by like three different pimps in like the span of like two days who were like, Hey, you know, you, you know, I can get you, I can get you clients. I can, I can take care of you and I can, you know, yeah. Yeah. So people got people like, and, and these, and uh, one friend was like, yeah, I got contacted by, by three different pimps in the span of a day. And I had not been contacted by a pimp in three years of, of working in this industry. But as soon as FOSTA passed, like they smelled the blood and water. Yeah. And, um, and, and it is like, and it, uh, it is like actual blood because people are going to, like, people are, are dying. Like, people are fucking dying because of this. And it's, you know, and so that's why, that's why, like, with, uh, with International Horrors Day, it's like such an important, I don't know, just any, any opportunity to, like, be loud and be visible and, you know, if, you know, and, and, like, really, like, try, you know, tell people that, tell people like what's going on is something I want to do. And it's, and I mean, in, in, in some senses, I know that like, I don't know, I've done, I've done a lot of these demonstrations and it's, and I don't know, I don't know how many minds were changed, but I guess, I don't know. I always kind of go back to, um, I think uh, Miriam Kaba uh, said that uh, she's not, she's like a uh, prison abolitionist. And, uh, I think, I think she's the one who said that she's not trying to change anybody's mind. She's just, you know, trying to express like what's happening Mm. and, and, you know, if people see what's happening and if they, if, you know, if they, if they see what's happening, maybe their minds will be changed and maybe not, but that's not, that's not the goal. The goal is just to like show people like, this is what's happening and this is, this is what we need to do to fix it. And, um, and you know. Because that's I, that's kind of the first step, I guess, is just like letting people know. And um, so, yeah, when it so it, and because it's so vital, like that's actually one of the reasons why, like, I, I feel like this year International Horse Day is like massively um, more people are being like way more vocal about it, and there are like bigger actions happening. Just sort of, and it is sort of uh, sort of because of because of like. Um, FOSTA passing and you know people you know like a lot it I feel like that like when it was when FOSTA was going through the senate and through the and through the house um uh I started seeing like a lot more mainstream coverage of sex worker like of like sex worker rights uh discussions and like and like a lot of articles that were just very explicitly like like these bills are bad because they will hurt sex workers and this is how, and this is, you know, and here are some sex workers talking about the ways that it'll hurt them. And I saw way more mainstream coverage of that than I've ever seen. Wow. Which, which was, um, which, you know, I wish it wasn't in, I wish it wasn't in reaction to this horrible thing. Right. But, um, but I mean, fuck, I'll, you know, I, I, it, it was, it was kind of, uh, in the face of everything else, that was a little bit of a that was a little bit of a you know a uh, positive thing is that oh people are actually talking about this, and they're maybe they're starting to like listen here and and like they're starting to pay attention to what sex workers actually want mm-hmm. and um, so yeah i i i wish I wish it didn't take some like reacting to something like this for people to start paying attention, but i mean i that's kind of how. Sometimes that's sometimes how shit works,
0: (laughs) yeah. I think that's how stuff works for people who aren't necessarily like enmeshed in issues to begin with, yeah. It does take sort of a big mainstream, like, uh, problem or like, uh, thing, like, very visibly facing a community for people to get infested, which sucks, but I guess is sort of how, um, awareness of stuff works broadly, yeah,
1: yeah. And I mean, like, the one thing, you know, and and the one thing I always try to tell people is because, like, the thing that lets people shut off is that they think that the sort of shit doesn't affect them. Which wasn't maybe another another thing that was like FOSTA and SESTA. Like, uh, they these laws, you know they they had a visible effect. Like, oh, Craigslist shut down their personal right, sector,
0: yeah, like, and people were like, oh my god, like, this is affecting me now.
1: Yeah, it's like, oh my god, this is affecting me, and like, it's like, yeah, well, you know. It sucks for a lot for a lot worse reasons, but and here's you know, and we can talk about that. But also, like I kind of feel like if people actually paid attention, they would see that it was affecting them anyway. Because I kind of feel like everybody, like I kind of feel everybody knows somebody who, do, who does or has done sex work because so many people do sex work and uh, it, either as their main gig or as a or as a side gig or something. Uh, Some form of sex work, whether it's, you know, escorting or camming and um, or stripping or or something. Uh, But so many people do it that it's I feel like it's kind of impossible. It's it's kind of impossible for somebody to just go through life without having somebody that they know and that they interact with regularly. You know, I, I feel like they have there has to be someone that they know who does sex work, even if they're not aware of it and um so it's like you know it does actually affect everybody because like this affects people in your life this it it affects people in your life whether you know it or not and and you know i yeah i that's that i i wish it wasn't something as ridiculous as craigslist shutting down their personal section uh that took people to be like hey this is actually kind of fucked up and you know but at the end of the day like if it gets them to if it gets them to actually like look at something and and maybe start listening oh god it's it's a start i you know i mean i'll I'll take any opportunity i can get (laughs) yeah so uh but it it is it is just infuriating uh at the same time (laughs) but but yeah so i don't know international horse days is is a big deal and there's going to be stuff happening like all over the country and um i'm actually i'm really good friends with um people a lot of the people who are organizing in other cities too. Like there's a there's a big New York action that's being planned. Uh one of my really, really good friends is is uh helping organize that. Um and then, you know, in bay in Oakland, in in Los Angeles and Las Vegas, uh in in D C. Uh yeah. It's just it, it so it's happening like everywhere and it, and it's and I feel like sometimes it feels like the reach the like it feels like these things are bigger than in my world than they are in the outer world in the outside world, so sometimes it's like oh I'm seeing a lot of people talk about this, but it's just because I of the circles i i run in and the circles I've like the people I follow on Twitter and um but it does feel like there's a lot it just I don't know it feels like there's a lot more attention on it right now than just like the just like the sex work activism circles I run, you know, it seems like there's a lot more attention on it right now, which is, um, which is really, which is really good and heartening. But also, yeah, just like the reaction, the like having it be a reaction to something horrible is also just kind of depressing. But you know, it's you it, you you just got to keep. I just got to keep going. I just got to keep doing it. You know.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's uh, also. Um... Just apropos of, of nothing, I did just beat Quap for the first time.
1: Oh hey! Uh,
0: so it only took me about forty-eight minutes, according to <laughs> color. I dragged that hurdle with me right until the end.
1: Yep. And you know, it just goes to show if you just persevere, and you can, you can get, you can get over the hurdles, and you can, you can just keep going until you get to the until you get to your goal
0: the trick the is, is the trick is to just make the hurl your friend because what the yeah. hurl was doing was balancing me and i just sort of like <laughs> nudged it with my back knee and it, yeah. it, it helped me uh drag myself along i feel so
1: accomplished
0: i can do anything
1: yeah that's that's incredible that's the, that i've never been able i've played i've played quops so much yeah. and i've never been able to finish now I can,
0: it I can, now i can finally die.
1: Yeah, you've fi- you've you've beaten it. You've you've gotten that final achievement. I'm at rest. And I'm at peace. Yep.
0: <laughs> well, do you want to move on to the one segment that we do on our show, which is called Get Racked?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, we're in it now. We've awesome. We
0: moved on to it. Um, <laughs> do you want to go first, or should I go first?
1: Um. Uh. I can go first. Um, Great. So. I actually, uh, I mean, like, I mean, I, li- I listened to the show, so I knew, I knew this yeah. was coming and I, and I was thinking a lot about, like, I was like, racking my brain for like, what would be a thing I want to recommend? And, um, what I'm going to recommend is I, I, uh, is a book by an author named Davy Davis.
0: Mm, yeah. This uh, is a it, book that was put out by Tiger B. Press. Is that right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's right. It's, uh, The Earthquake Room and, uh, it's, it's, it's a book about like, it's a book about like queer romance in the Bay Area. It's a it's about this relationship, and um, and it like the the context that this takes place in is this sort of like, is this sort of like, more urgently apocalyptic. It, it like it's it's a world very much like our own, but um, God, I, I can't get out of that like copywriting. Mode. <laughs> um, but uh, but no, it's like it's like the the context in which the story takes place is like is like sort of like it's exactly it's like our our political climate and our environmental climate but just like slightly more apocalyptic so it's just this like sense of there's there is this sense of impending doom uh over in like in in the in the book like people keep talking about the big one they're like when's the big one going to hit and they're like earth they're like Increasing earthquakes that are happening throughout the story, and they're just but like the earthquakes are also just sort of like incidental. They're just like something that just is like a normal part of every day. There are just these earthquakes that just happen, and everybody is just kind of living in that situation. But it does, but it has this impending, the sense of impending doom, and in this in in that context, it tells the story of this relationship that is kind of falling apart, and um. And it's really, like, it's really, uh, I don't know, it's really emotional and it's really, really, um, wise about, uh, about relationships in general and also specifically about queer relationships and sort of like how two people can, uh, how two people can be in a relationship that isn't necessarily, that isn't necessarily working like perfectly, but it's you know, and it's, but it's sort of functional, but it, like, I don't know. It's, it's really, really good. It's very, very just like, um, it's very, very, uh, I don't know. Uh, it's, it's just like lovely. It's, it's just a lovely look at like the ways relationships grow and fall apart and just kind of, um, just the sort of the drive the things that are, that we, that we have within us that sort of make us maybe make bad decisions in relationships that but also don't make us a bad like those things don't necessarily make us bad people and it's just yeah it's really really wonderful um and uh davy davis is uh is just a a lovely writer and um i i've i've been like i i want i think i want people to read the book because it's just so fucking beautiful so that would be my recommendation
0: Uh yeah, Entire V Press is the same press that um put out my poetry book with Nina Pilari uh last week. Right. Day, which uh yeah, and we actually I don't know if it'll be up by the time this was up, but we uh did just record a bonus episode with Charlotte Shane, um oh, cool. past guest and friend of the show. So um yeah, so yeah, that's a great rec. I'm going to recommend something a little sillier. It's a, a show that I watched for my job writing at Verve, which is a really cool streaming platform. And um, I do this thing there where I uh, I sort of uh, get Twitter to choose an anime television program for me. And I write what I think I know about it based on just having been online. <laughs> and, um, and then I watch some of it. And then I, um, you know, talk about the truth. And um, the show that that I am uh, doing that piece on right now, um, which I think will have come out by the time this goes up, is uh, uh, it's called Lupin the Third. And that's actually a a series that's been uh, running in various forms, like a comic and a show for, I think, 50 years at this point. Um, And uh, I'm writing about the newest series, which just started in April of this year. Oh, cool. uh, It's called Lupin the Third Part Five. And okay. the first episode is about him basically stealing bitcoins, uh, <laughs> and then at, to get like to get revenge on him, the people he's stolen it from, like this crime circle or something, uh, creates this online game that's about just like taking pictures of him with like or like taking selfies with him in the background, um, <laughs> and that's where that iconic screen cap, "Oh, I get it. Everyone in the world is a cop now," comes from. <laughs> Um, and it's like just all about him trying to escape the internet and figure out how the internet works, and then he makes a Twitter account to like make people bored. he like flees to some island where like the cops have no jurisdiction and then just starts like tweeting literally everything he's doing um, <laughs> and uh it's very very good
1: yeah i love i love lupin the third i've I've been a big fan of that like the old the old t v series for a while. I love it i didn't know there was a new one
0: yeah it's it's really good. And I, I think I sort of had some vague familiarity with it before then. But uh, yeah, so I, I sort of wrote what I thought I knew. I got some things yeah. right. Uh, yeah. And I sort of the things that I knew about it were very odd. Like I knew there was a DDR <laughs> song based on the theme song. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and I, I think I got something. I did think there was maybe like a talking dog, which I don't believe <laughs> there is. Uh, but, you know, you you get some things right. You get some things wrong.
1: So Yeah. Um, I can I can I piggyback off that and make another recommendation? Yeah, of course. Um, so one of the uh so one of uh, Hayao Miyazaki's first films was a uh, uh, Loop on the Third movie mm. because he, he uh he one of like early he was a uh, an animation director on like I think it was the very first TV series. Uh uh Miyazaki, uh, Hayao Miyazaki was the animation director on that and then his first feature line, his first feature-length film was uh was the movie called uh the castle of cagliostro and um and that was a loop on the third uh it was a loop on the third movie and uh that was like pre-studio ghibli um and uh it's amazing it's really really wonderful it's just this like uh this sort of like silly uh adventure that um and uh and it has it, it has some elements that you um, it has some elements in there that you would that you know you can definitely like look at and follow through Miyazaki. The rest of Miyazaki's career, like there are definitely things in that first movie that uh that uh that show up later in like like I don't know. There's like, I Miyazaki has all these like tendencies uh I, that appear over and over again in his movies, but and some of them are there are in this like weird loop on the third adventure movie, and it's just like really really funny and really fun and um and just like yeah it's really really good um so i would highly recommend that
0: cool yeah awesome i mean yeah it's been it it exists it has always existed and it will always exist there will always be the crime man who is trying to (laughs) do crimes with his friends a man with no eyes and a samurai and a hot lady who smokes weed
1: and yeah, a hot lady who smokes weed and whose loyalties are never quite sure. So And a talking uh, dog. And a talking dog. There is the talking dog character who shows up later in uh the series. Mm-hmm.
0: And but, when he's not on screen, everyone should be asking where he is.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um Yeah, uh yeah, no, I I love the third. Um it, sorry, I, like I I now I'm like now I'm like I wanna go watch Luke on the third this afternoon i might i might actually put on castle of Cagliostro*. i love that movie so much nice yeah
0: <laughs> well uh yeah that that's basically brings us to the end of the show so thank you so much for coming on uh do yeah, you want to tell you. people where they can find you online
1: uh yeah um i am just i'm basically on twitter uh that, and that's a like i'm on twitter uh at uh pog form p-o-g-f-o-r-m and um that is uh yes it is a simpsons reference and i and i like that name because i really love repeatedly explaining things to people which is it's like good. something that people people like people ask me about what my what my twitter name means and i'm like really? oh it's a reference to the simpsons joke i mean and i feel like anyone
0: like, over 25 like have to know what it is
1: yeah well and i i i at first i was really surprised but then i but then i realized like it's you know I mean it isn't like immediately recognizable but as soon as I say like oh it's referring to it's like Alf pogs then people immediately get it they're like oh then they you know then it all lines up um but yeah it's it's uh yeah pog form p o g f o r m one word um and it's uh yeah that's that's basically where i do all my stupid bullshit <laughs> cool. now, awesome. Oh uh one last thing uh i do want to plug uh I do want to plug for, um, it, I, I don't know, it, it, I'm not sure when this is going to come out, but, uh, international horse day is June 2nd. Um, and if, and, uh, you know, but one of the organizations that is organ that is helping organize all of that is survivors against SESTA. Um, it's an organization of my, uh, of friends of mine. It, if people go to survivorsagainstsesta.org, then, uh that will have all sorts of information that they can uh, that they can follow. And, um, and even, you know, after the, after the June, after the June 2nd uh, actions there's still going to be uh, s- stuff happening on that, on that website. So people should go there and check that out too. Cool. Awesome.
0: Yeah. Awesome. I believe this will go up before that. So.
1: Oh, awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Well, cool. thank great. you so much. This was great.
0: Yeah, it was so great to finally have you on. Uh, I feel like it's been yeah. overdue for a while. So, uh, yeah, well, thank you so much. And I hope you recover from your hangover. And um, I will talk to you later. Yeah, thanks. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Woodland Secrets is hosted by Mary Kay and produced and edited by me, Nick Bravo. Woodland Secrets is a part of Stay Mean, the world's only podcast network. We're entirely listener-supported. If you enjoy the show, please consider becoming a patron of Stay Mean at woodlandsecrets.co/support. For as little as three bucks a month, you'll get access to a monthly newsletter and frequent bonus episodes of our shows. If you'd like to have a message read on the show, head to woodlandsecrets.co/messages. You can help people find out about the show. Please mention us on Twitter. We're at woodland podcast and at Stay Mean Co. Or rate and review us in iTunes. We really appreciate it. Thanks for listening.